Arjuna, that uh, he has to follow the path of karma yoga, perform his uh, duties as a worship of Ishvara. This will purify his mind and then he can go on to the next stage in his sadhana. The realized master, he lives in this uh, world with this, without the sense of doership, all action seems to happen through his body-mind, but he is neither doing anything nor propelling anyone to do. Navadvare pure dehi naiva kurvan na karayan. That Atma is the Prabhu, the Master. And uh, it neither does anything, nor it creates a condition for the, for the jivas. Na karma phala sanyogam, nor does it give the result of action. Then how all activities happen? Svabhavastu pravartate. Bhagavan says everything happens according to svabhav, according to the nature. All the matter is active according to nature, prakriti, the three gunas, sattva gun, rajogun, tamogun, and their respective functions is all that we see in this world. So this is a very subtle point which Bhagavan has revealed here about the self. More about it, we'll see verse number 15. Nadatte kasya chit papam Nachaiva sukrutam vibhuhu Adnyane navrutam jnanam Te namushyanti jantavaha Nadatte kasya chit papam Nachaiva sukrutam vibhuhu Adnyane navrutam jnanam Te namayyanti jantavaha This Atma is uh, indicated here as vibhuhu Vibhu means which is uh, all pervading Not confined to this body alone but it pervades the entire cosmos. Previously it was indicated as Prabhu, the master, and here it is indicated as Vibhu. So when we talk about the substratum of this world or when we talk about the origin of this world, that origin and substratum is this Atma only, which is also named or indicated as Brahma. So, Atma and Brahma are one and the same reality, 
which is my innermost core of my being i am this atma i am this brahma so here bhagwan is saying that that vibhu that atma taken from the cosmic standpoint it doesn't take anybody's uh, papa nor does it take anybody's punya generally we feel that oh the supreme lord and we are performing this action may i give all my troubles to you hmm? my papa to you or sometimes we feel that i will give all my punyas to to god generally we consider god as different from us and we have the notion that we are offering him something but here a very uh, strong and a very powerful revelation is being made that that vibhu that brahma he doesn't take anybody's punya also nor does he take anybody's papa oh then what about the puja and all which we do and also in the ninth chapter bhagwan says patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayachati tad aham bhakti paratam ashtnami prayatatmabihi that whatever is offered to me i i take it i eat it and here it is said that brahma or the supreme self doesn't take anything so here it is from the highest standpoint it is being said because atma is neither the doer nor initiator of any action nor does it receive anything it is like space all actions seem to be happening in space but space doesn't take anything nor does it give anything only thing that space gives is space it gives place for all objects to resides but otherwise the space doesn't do anything so that vibhu also na adatte kasyachit papam see when we have a strong sense of doership in us we also project a sense of doership in god at a relative level at the level of karma yoga this can be accepted because karma yoga we say we perform our actions as an offering to god also in bhakti we say we perform action offering it to god this is accepted at that stage but when we transcend that stage then that is also proved to be not the absolute truth it is relative truth but not the absolute in from the absolute standpoint the self is neither the doer nor the receiver of any result so here again and again bhagwan is indicating the supreme nature of the self which one has to realize so it doesn't take anybody's papa na chaiva sukrutam vibhu nor does it take anybody's sukrut sukrut means good actions or punya punya also doesn't take hmm. if i have a sense of doership i perform action then based on the action which is performed i get the result according to the laws of nature it's just like i put my finger in the fire the finger gets burned according to the laws of nature there is no third person coming there and checking how i am putting my finger and then giving me punishment 
if such a system was there then people would have escaped like in our world people escape no policeman is there they can cross the jump the red light or do all sorts of gadbad but here you can't escape because the action itself gives rise to the result if i throw a stone in the air after some time it comes down and hit my head and then i look up kisne feka fatter who is that who is throwing stone on my head i myself have thrown the stone and i got hit no third party is involved the only third party which is involved is the law of nature the gravitational law according to the gravitational law the stone comes down there is no god sitting there up and throwing stone on me that will seem very foolish so it happens according to the laws of nature so from the standpoint of karma yogi and a upasak it is acceptable that i perform action and i get the result or there is some great uh, master who accepts my offerings hmm, and according to his comprehension he gives me the result this all is can be accepted at a relative level but from the absolute standpoint it is not acceptable so here bhagwan is talking from that absolute standpoint where atma is neither the doer nor enjoyer of any action which was said in the second chapter also similar thing bhagwan is mentioning here then what about people who are performing action and all in this notion he says it is at the level of ignorance adnyanena avrutam jnanam tena muyyanti jantavah that a person has got this notion of doership that itself is called a state of ignorance so here adnyana or ignorance doesn't mean absence of knowledge but it means wrong knowledge there is no absence of knowledge it is a faulty knowledge which we have we have a notion about ourselves that i am a such a such a person i am a man or a woman i am a, what you call a, i am a hindu i am a muslim so all various notions i have about myself and based on these notions i perform my actions and all i have identification with the body i have identification with the mind and intellect and i identify with all my memories and all and it has created a notion about myself that notion about myself is called ignorance faulty knowledge about our own self is called adnyana here adnyana is not absence of knowledge but wrong knowledge misunderstanding and this adnyana later on we will see this adnyana is eliminated through right knowledge we will see in the next verse but here adnyanena avrutam jnanam so when one is endowed with this ignorance one feel that i am the doer of action and god is the giver of the result of action i have to perform this action and he gives me result ha huh. so this goes on till my mind start becoming more and more pure and i transcend this level and then i suddenly find 
that there is no god different from me there is no world different from me there is that self alone is there so adnyanena avrutam jnanam this knowledge about my own self is as though covered by ignorance and tena muhyanti jantavaha and that deludes all beings just like in this world also sometimes people are very intelligent and maybe not so intelligent person gets intoxicated goes for a party gets intoxicated and as the intoxication level increases the foolishness also uh, increases it's directly proportional so you start blabbering all sorts of nonsense thing start doing all sorts of funny things hmm? start behaving in a very different way so we start wondering are how come he is uh, behaving in this way and he is talking in this way what happened he is such a wise person his wisdom is overpowered or covered by that delusion so his wisdom is there after some time it will come out when he becomes sober again so wisdom is there it is just covered by this ignorance similarly bhagwan says that all beings jantavaha jantu he calls all beings jantu beings they are deluded by this ignorance and their knowledge is being covered by this ignorance therefore have the feeling that i am doing and ishwara is giving me the result or uh, i am getting the result from my past karmas and all sorts of ideas we have at that particular level which is fine like little children when we have to teach them nursery rhyme and all we teach them with all sorts of music and dance and jumping and dancing but later on all that is taught many things except the alphabet many things which are taught are negated also as they go into higher classes but still it is required at those elementary classes similarly karma yoga and upasana are the elementary classes wherein one accepts the state of ignorance one accepts the state of doership and perform one sadhana but later on we have to understand that what we had accepted is not the absolute truth that is very important it's like in mathematics in order to solve a particular problem you you take in some particular uh, what do you call uh, component like x hmm. if you want to solve a problem we say let us assume that this is equal to x if a person eats two mangoes per day how many mangoes he will eat in 15 days so let us suppose he eats x mango so like that and then you solve the problem and then find out the meaning of the exact number of x x is equal to so many i don't know how many i have to eat mango and check it out <laughs> so uh, but at times it's very interesting i have when i was doing my algebra and all many times this x is equal to 0 and that x is is used all the time all the time we use this x and then finally we come to know that as x equal to 
So if it was zero in the very beginning, why use it? But still we use it because it helps to solve the problem. And later on we can discard it because it is zero. Similarly, in the initial stages of our sadhana, we accept the sense of doership. We accept the concept that I perform action and I get the result and all those things just to purify my mind and to rise to a next level of my sadhana. But once I reach that level and once I gain that supreme knowledge, I will understand that the self is neither the doer nor the initiator of any action nor is the self the giver of any result of action. So this is the state of that jnani which Bhagavan is talking about. So nadatte kasyachit papam nachaiva sukritam vibhu. So that vibhu, that param atma, which is not only the self of one body or one jiva or one being, but the self of all the beings, that vibhu doesn't take anybody's papa, nor does it take anybody's punya. Everyone is performing their actions uh, in the state of ignorance. The knowledge is covered with ignorance and they assume that they are the doer and all. And tenamuyyante jantavaha, by this are deluded all beings, Bhagavan says. This is Bhagavan's statement. So tenamuyyante jantavaha. So what should we do? What happens to this wise person who has followed the path of karma yoga, purified the mind and reached this state, what happens? How come his ignorance has gone? What happens? So that is what Bhagavan now reveals in the next verse. He says, Jnanena tuttadat jnanam Esham nashitam atmanaha Tesham adityavad jnanam Prakashayati tatparam Jnanena tutadad jnanam Esham nashitam atmanaha He says, Jnanena tu tad adnyanam esham nashitam atmanaha. See this adnyana or the wrong notion is eliminated by right understanding. That is the only way to remove this notion. If I have a faulty understanding, I feel that I am the body, I am the doer, it can go only with right understanding not by any other activity. Activity can make me fit mentally to gain that knowledge, but action alone cannot remove ignorance. Just as darkness cannot be removed by any activity, suppose the room is totally dark and you start sweeping the room or doing all exercise in the room, the darkness cannot go. Darkness can go only if you bring in light. Similarly, the ignorance which we have, wrong notion about ourselves, the scriptures keep on telling you are Brahma, 
and we are keep on holding to the concept that I am this body. Scriptures and we sometimes sing also, we chant also. Chidananda Rupa Shivoham Shivoham. What does it mean? That I am Chidananda Rupa, Chit, pure consciousness, pure bliss. Shivoham, I am that pure auspiciousness. Shivoham Shivoham. Mano buddhya hankara chittaninaham. I am not the mind, not the buddhi, not the hankara, not the chitta. Mano buddhya hankara chittaninaham. Nacha shrotra jivve, nacha ghrana netre. Nacha vyoma bhumirna tejo navayuhu. I am not the senses, I am not the five elements. Then who are you? Chidananda rupa shivoham. We say it, but we don't believe or we don't understand it and we always hold on to the notion that I am a limited being. It is very strongly embedded into us. It's like a person who is dreaming. Let us say a king is dreaming that he is a beggar and you happen to enter his dream. How can I enter his dream? Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. But uh, like they show in some movies and all, but you can uh, suppose you enter his dream, that that king's dream. And then suddenly you see he has become a beggar there. Then you say, oh my dear king, yeah, uh, you are not a king. I'm sorry, you are not a beggar, but you are a king. He will look at you and say, bhai sahab, ek rupay de do. Don't tell me. I am a king, please give me some money. He won't believe. Because it is contrary to his experience. His experience says that I am hungry. I have all these dirty clothes. After a lot of struggle, I got this crossing as my area. And I have to fight with that Langda Bhikari and that other Randa Bhikari. And now this fellow is coming and saying, you are a king. In fact, I am the king of the, all the, not robbers, but these beggars, but I am not a real king. So he won't believe, he won't accept. Then you take that fellow, or frighten him, or do something, then he wakes up. And when he wakes up, suddenly he finds that I am a king. And when he wakes up, he wants to say thank you to that person who woke him up, but he is no more there. He is not there. He came to know that he was himself. He himself had become the beggar and he himself had become the teacher who taught him to wake up from that dream. Very strange thing. Similarly, here what we are experiencing ourselves now is not the real thing. Whether we believe it or not, but that is the fact. What we are experiencing ourselves to be What we are experiencing in this world and all, it's all a great illusion. Even if you study some science and all, they also talk in the same language, not exactly, but many of the things they say about this world is quite fascinating. It's just appearance, illusion. So this illusion is dispelled only through knowledge, not by any other means. And that knowledge is gained by, from the wise person and from the scriptures, by contemplating on it, we come to understand it. See, very interesting. The ignorance is there in our intellect, 
the notion that I am a human being or I am a limited being is where? Is in the intellect. And knowledge that I am Brahma will take place where? In the same intellect. And this knowledge will negate this ignorance and that real our self will shine forth. To give an example, famous example of Vedanta is the rope and snake. The rope is lying and uh, in a in a semi dark room and you feel there is a snake you see a snake you see the eyes you see the snake moving you get little scared oh there is a snake and the other person has seen he had only kept the rope there so he says it is not a snake it's a rope he says no 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 but i am seeing a snake it's very much a snake so what the person does is that he slowly he increases the uh, light was dim so just like they have increased this light so slowly actually they uh, the light the illumination is increased and then when he looks at that uh, snake the snake disappears and only the rope is there so the darkness had created the illusion of snake which got eliminated when light was introduced and one sees the rope as it is. Similarly, there is a strange, this illusion, delusion, which is created about myself and about this world. It is from beginningless time. How it started and all, we don't know, but it is there. We are born with this confusion. It is there. Scripture says we can bring you out of this confusion. There is a technique of coming out of this. So, jnanena tu tad adhyanam esham nashitam atmanaha. So, atmanaha, jnanam, the knowledge of the self with the jnanena, atmanaha jnanena, with the knowledge of the self, this adhyana is, is negated. See, like I, I have, uh, suppose a person, a dumb person, a one who cannot speak, or he has uh, taken mauna, let us say, and somebody comes and asks him, who are you? So he cannot speak. So he picks up a book and writes there, I am Mr. Sharma. I am Mr. Sharma, but this book is not Mr. Sharma. He says, no, not the book. I, I am Sharma, not the book. He keeps on looking at the book. He says, how come book is saying I am not Mr. Sharma and I am Mr. Sharma. Similarly, that knowledge and ignorance is happening in the body, in the mind, but it is related to the self. So, I have the ignorance that I am a limited being in the mind. This ignorance is eliminated by the knowledge which I gain through the study of the scriptures by contemplation. And when this ignorance gets eliminated, what happens? The self shines forth by itself. So, jnanena, Bhagavan gives example also, jnanena tu tadadjnanam yesham nashitam asmanaha tesham adityavadjnanam prakashayati tatparam. For one who has destroyed this ignorance, the knowledge shines forth like aditya, like the sun. And when the sun rises, the, the darkness gets dispelled, and by the light of the sun, the whole world becomes clear. We can see it very clearly. 
See at night we can't see anything. Pitch darkness, we can't see anything. Hmm. Then early morning the sun rises and all the darkness disappears. And when the darkness disappears, with the light of this uh, sun, we can see the entire place very clearly. Similarly, with the knowledge of the self, we can gain the knowledge of the self. This knowledge happens in our intellect. It removes the ignorance of the self, which is also there in the intellect. And when it gets eliminated, this knowledge reveals our own nature. We come to recognize ourself by ourself. Again, to give the example of a dream. You are in a dream and you are walking in the forest singing some nice film song. Which song you have to, each one have to, because you are in the forest. So singing some nice song and suddenly a tiger comes there. Tiger looks at you and jumps on you. And when the tiger jumps, you get so scared that you just wake up. When you wake up, no song, no forest, no tiger. So who woke you up from the dream? The tiger. Where were you in the dream? What was there? The forest and all. Who was walking? I was walking. But all this was false because you were lying there on the bed. There is no tiger there. There is no forest there. No nothing. That I say now. But when I was in the forest, there was a forest, there was a tiger, everything was there. So forest, the tiger woke me up. But once he wake me up, then I am on my own. Once I wake up, the tiger also disappears, forest also disappears. I come to know myself as I am. Similarly, the ignorance which we have now has created a notion about ourselves. That false notion is eliminated by right understanding which we gain by studying the scriptures. Now also we are sitting studying this Bhagavad Gita. It slowly and steadily, it, it trickles like a trickle, the knowledge comes. Because even after, for a flesh, like a, for a fraction of a second, we feel we have understood and we get that. And then again it disappears. It's like a very complex puzzle. You feel you have solved it and then suddenly it disappears. Then again you feel you have solved it and again it disappears. Similarly, for a fraction of a second we understand, yeah, I am Brahma. Then again that goes away. So again and again when we contemplate, when we think about it, that knowledge becomes very firm. And that firm knowledge removes all misunderstanding of our mind. And when that misunderstanding goes away from the mind, the mind becomes absolutely still, quiet. And in that stillness of the mind, the self, the real self, gets revealed. One comes to recognize oneself by oneself. So this is a very wonderful thing. 
सो तेषाम आदित्यवज्ञानम सो जस्ट एज द आदित्य द सन डिस्ट्रॉयज ऑल इग्नरन्स एंड प्रकाशयति एंड इट इल्यूमिन्स द एंटायर वर्ल्ड इन द सेम वे द नॉलेज डिस्ट्रॉयज दिस इग्नरन्स एंड इल्यूमिन्स द सेल्फ इट रिव्यूज द सेल्फ देफो आफ्टर कर्मयोग वी हैव टू गो टू दैट path of knowledge and even while following karma yoga we can we can try to gain this knowledge gain this understanding but as that understanding becomes more and more clear all over um, the mind start becoming more and more pure and in the ultimate state that knowledge will destroy all ignorance and it will take us in the state of meditation wherein one comes to realize and recognize oneself so this is the most interesting uh, phenomena and that is the beauty of this knowledge so tesham aditya vajnanam prakashayati tatparam so what is this knowledge what is what does it do what does it reveal and what happens that is now indicated in the next verse bhagwan says तद्बुद्धयस्तदात्मान गुनरावृत्ति ज्ञान निर्धूतकमशाह तद्बुद्धयस्तदात्मान दिस नॉलेज इज सच दैट द पर्सन विल बिकम तद्बुद्धय हिज बुद्धि हिज अंडरस्टैंडिंग विल बी identified with that uh, that param tatva that self the buddhi will come to understand what is the nature of the self the buddhi will our intellect will totally identify with it understand it see it is uh, we might not experience it with our intellect but we can understand it to a large extent with our intellect for example now we are on this earth it's a huge vast uh, planet on which we are like a tiny little being our body and all this little small on this earth and really speaking what is up and down is also quite complex because um, um, for all for all practical purpose we might be we are uh, we are like down only right if we take the other side of this globe as up then we are down and we are like standing ulta on this earth mm-hmm. our our feet is touching the earth and we are like hanging down luckily we are not falling down because if we fall down we will fall on the moon we are not falling down because of the gravity but we are like hanging upside down on earth yeah you agree 
Now this intellectually we understand, but to experience it or to comprehend it might take time. Or we might say, oh, what is the use of such things like? But intellect can understand it. In fact, before, before experiencing, the intellect understands many things of this world. Like before going on the moon, the scientist understood how to go to the moon. How to, what is the, what are the various forces which are there? How to propel this uh, satellite? How it will go? How it will escape the velocity and all those things? And how it will reach the exact spot? All this they understood on the paper to a very large extent. And then they moved in that direction. Their understanding destroyed all the negativities or destroyed all the ignorance which they might have had before. So similarly, we have this false notion about ourselves. It gets negated by right understanding. If my false notion has got negated, then understand that I have understood. If my false notion is not negated, then my understanding is not yet complete. I have to, I have to contemplate again and again. The, it is, when we, our mind accepts something, it is called faith. But when the intellect understands, it is called knowledge. Many of us, we have faith. Scriptures have said, you are Brahman, yes. Do you believe? Yeah, I believe I am Brahman, you know. Bhagavad Gita tells that I am Brahma. Upanishad says I am Brahma. My teacher says I am Brahma. So many other Mahatmas say I am Brahma. So I accept. So that is called our belief. Belief itself will make us little calm, quite peaceful. Belief will be nice, but belief is not knowledge. Knowledge is different. Belief is different. Belief happens at a at the emotional level, at the mind level. Intellect doesn't accept beliefs. Intellect is not a believer. Intellect is a rational thinker, you can say. Mind is a believer. If suppose the teacher says, oh, you, you know, 5 plus 5 equal to 11. Yeah, yeah. You believe? Yes, I believe. So intellect, I mean, mind may believe. Mind out of love, out of gratefulness, out of uh, whatever other feelings, may accept it. But intellect will not accept. Because intellect is partial to truth. It's very interesting. Our intellect, if it understands something, it just accepts it. Even against our beliefs. That is the power of this intellect. Therefore, things have changed in the world. We might have believed so many things, but the powerful intellect has says, no, this is not true. And slowly those beliefs have got dropped. So there is always a tussle between belief and knowledge. And those who accept belief without thinking and without accepting the knowledge, many times go into various sort of uh, andhashraddha, superstition and all sorts of funny things. So knowledge is very important, which has to be gained through right means. For example, if I want to see something, the right means is I have to see, have my eyes open and look at it. I cannot see with my ears. So eyes are the right means to see. Similarly, 
the right means to understand my own self is to take help of those who have realized the realized masters and their words which are there in the scriptures with the help of that i can comprehend who am i intellectually and once this intellectual comprehension happens all my intellectual ignorance misunderstanding gets negated it gets dropped and when it gets dropped lot of things start happening within because all my desires my anger my jealousies and all are based on false notions so when this false notion get dropped so many things get dropped it's like a pack of card with that you make a big uh, what you call big structure a bungalow you create with cards but that little the lower one you pull it out the whole things come down similarly all this all our whole life is nothing but a castle created with cards hmm very flimsy but we hold on to it very with great uh, attachment so the through this knowledge the lower card is removed the fault notion is removed the whole thing structure comes down so it's a very uh, very powerful thing so tesham aditya vajnana like the sun when it rises see when the sun is not there in the sense at night and all the whole world looks totally different see nowadays we have so much of light everywhere and all it becomes difficult but if you go to a very different uh, other place the whole clouded sky and all the entire place is pitch dark you can't even uh, imagine that the whole place can be illumined you try to illuminate it with a with a candle light or something it doesn't get illumined completely but when the sun rises it's a different world altogether similarly now it is pitch dark in that pitch dark of our mind we what we have assumed ourselves to be is all wrong and when that knowledge happens it is like the sun which rises and negates all false concept all false concept are negated and when they get negated it's a different person all together hmm it's like a coal becoming diamond the coal is potentially diamond but now it is not diamond but when it is subjected to intense pressure and temperature the all the all the atoms get rearranged hmm and it becomes a beautiful crystal crystalline diamond similarly this knowledge removes all false notion and we come to realize ourselves as we are therefore after purifying our mind through karma yoga and through upasana we have to follow the path of knowledge that is very important so tesham aditya vajnanam prakashayati tat param so that knowledge is like sun which illumines the self the self gets revealed after this knowledge is gained acha where are we 17 okay tad buddhayah ha tad buddhayah 
so that is called that uh, that knowledge happens in the buddhi the buddhi comes to understand our own nature of our own self then tad atma nah a person identifies with his own self he recognizes that that param brahma itself is his own self tad eva param brahma atma is called it tad atmanah his atma is not different from brahma he gains that complete nishtha in that brahma abidance in his own self gains abidance nishtha means abidance in his own self see first is we get a flickering of that knowledge but slowly and steadily abidance in that knowledge happens one gets completely established in that knowledge through uh, reaching the state of meditation and nirvikalpa samadhi he gains that abidance in his own self tat parayanah to him that self alone is the supreme destination supreme abode parayan supreme abode self alone becomes his supreme abode and jnana nirdhuta kalmasha he is all kalmash all all impurities ignorance and delusion and all other impurities have totally been wiped out such a person who has gained firm abidance in his self who has understood that i am that brahma whose intellect is totally merged into that self one who has become absolutely pure such a person bhagwan says gachanti apunara vrittim such a person doesn't take birth again doesn't get deluded again doesn't identify with any body again becomes free of this constant uh, chakkar of life and death becomes free of samsara is like a person wakes up and becomes free of the dream similarly person who has gained the knowledge of his own self one who has gained the abidance in his own self no more takes birth again and again gachanti apunaravrutti punaravrutti means to be born again just like new edition like we have na avrutti punaravrutti same book is then again you release it thoda sa cover change karke similarly we also in the state of ignorance if we die again we are born new vrutti new avrutti new edition of the same person slightly more refined foolishness but same person is born again again and again we uh, take birth in different uh, forms ne punarapi jananam punarapi maranam punarapi janani jathare shayanam so again and again we take birth that's called punaravritti rebirth but a person who has recognized the self becomes free of this rebirth because the notion that i am a limited being gets dropped comes to know that i am all i am the self of all i am everything and everyone jnana nirdhuta kalmashaha so this is the grand great state which this realized master attains so how does a jivan mukta master who has gained this knowledge and become free of uh, 
all this uh, limitation and faulty understanding how does he look at this world what is his vision when he looks around when he lives in this world how does he look that is now beautifully brought out in the next verse It says vidya vinaya sampanne ब्राह्मणे गविहस्तिनी ब्राह्मणे गविहस्तिनी pandita samadarshina ha this self realized master is called pandit so the world continues to exist i mean to be seen the body continues to be seen the mind continues to function but the person has realized his own inner self and and what you call uh, through the body may look at the world but his whole vision is totally different now totally different is like a person who is sitting in the in the balcony and who was feeling that i am the balcony suddenly comes to know that i am not the balcony i am just sitting here but he continues looking out so his whole way of looking out will be totally different similarly this realized master when he looks at this world he looks at everything as his own self he says vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunicheva swapakecha pandita samadarshinaha samadarshi he sees the same everywhere he has equal vision everywhere sama is another name of that supreme reality sama means which is same everywhere that word same also has come from sama only i think so same sama everywhere he sees his own self in all in all whom vidya vinay sampanne brahmane in a in a brahman a satvik person who is predominantly satvik we have seen in the fourth chapter is called a brahman and what brahman vidya vinaya sampanna here bhagwan defines a brahman also in case if anybody misunderstands he says brahman is one who has got vidya knowledge knowledge of what of the scriptures of the self and who is endowed with vinaya humility it is said the right knowledge gives us humility vidya dadati vinayam if knowledge doesn't give us humility then something wrong with the knowledge or something wrong with the way we have acquired it the by product of knowledge is humility vidya dadati vinayam a person becomes humble because he comes to know that as a limited being i am very little and he also comes to know 
that the self in me is the self in all so he looks at every everything and everyone the different vision all together so the vidya and vinaya sampanne brahmane a very wise person uh, a good person the wise person looks at this such a person and sees the brahma in him he sees that supreme self he sees his own self he says i myself am this person who is in front of me okay it is very easy to see ourselves in a wise and a good person but he sees himself in a in a cow also gavi cow cow is considered very nice holy satvik hmm so in a cow also he looks at that creature animal and sees the same brahma same tatva in that cow hastini in an elephant huge elephant in that elephant also he sees his own self shuni in a in a in a dog ha huh? street dog in that dog also he sees his own self shuni cheva swapakecha in a swapak means a chandala a very low caste person who eats dogs shwa means also dog so dog paka ke khata hai that's called swapak hmm so swapakecha pandita samadarshinaha he sees the same tatva everywhere this is beautifully brought out in ramayan also tulsidas ji when he says siya ramamay sab jag jani karahu pranam jori jugpani in the before in the beginning of ramayan tulsidas ji does namaskar to the devatas then he does namaskar to all the saints and sages he does namaskar to all the characters of ramayan he does namaskar to the good people and then he does namaskar to bad people also khala khala vandana kala means bad so somebody asked him that who oh, how why you did vandana or bad he says in them also same tatva is there tatva is same but the difference between a kala and a good person is bad person and good person he says both of them give sorrow so how come he says when bad person comes to you he gives sorrow and good person goes away from you he gives sorrow giving sorrow both of them are good in giving sorrow and, and conversely both of them are good in giving joy also and bad people go away from our life they give great joy when sita ji was there in the ashok vatika the trijata she told all other rakshasis that i saw a dream and in my dream i saw one one vanar one monkey coming here and he burnt a whole lanka and even ravan had lost his kingdom and he is going towards south direction as though dying so you better be careful don't give trouble to sita ji when they were told they left sita ji alone and went away that itself is their seva of sita ji ki mujhe chhod ke chale jao dur jao thank you so much for your kindness so good and bad but the tatva is same in everyone it's like the like the like a like a mala of flowers so beautiful mala of flowers are there but there are some flowers which are more lovely more fragrant there are some small flowers big flowers there are some flowers which are totally bad also 
giving foul smell but all this are there in that one mala and the thread is same everywhere same thread is there in all the various flowers similarly a realized master when he looks at the world he sees the same tatva in everyone even a one a first person is also endowed with the same truth the same atma is there the difference only is with respect to the body with respect to the mind a bad person is not bad atma but the mind is impure not the person the person is that atma only there is no difference between ravan and ram ravan is also that sachidananda brahma and ram also is sachidananda brahma but ravan that uh, atma had identified with a bad mind it's like the sun its reflection is falling into ganga ji and it is uh, another place it is falling into gutter water the sun is same but the reflection differs at one place the reflection is very clear crystal clear but at other place the reflection is not very clear similarly we see different type of people in this world the difference is only with respect to the body and mind the atma is same the self in me and the self in all is same not similar same so a person who gains this vision is called a panditaha it's not just a just a physical vision but he get the vision because of his knowledge because of his state of realization outwardly he might see the difference but he inside inner he knows that all are seen so vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunichaiva swapake cha pandita samadarshinah samadarshinah sidarshan means seeing but vyavhar the even a pandit a wise person will do differently ha huh. there is a very famous saying in sanskrit kriyadvaitam sada kuryat bhavadvaitam na karhichit advaitam trishulokeshu na advaitam guruna sah he says that advaita bhavana one should uh, do have in our heart that all of us are one but while doing vyavhar while doing kriya we have to see the difference because action is performed on the outer form like a tiger is also brahma a cow is also brahma a dog is also brahma deer is also brahma you have to deal with them differently otherwise the brahma cow will not cow tiger might eat ha ah, they are different or like a with wear dress or different ornaments all the ornaments are made from gold but there are some ornaments which we wear it on our head some in our neck some in our hands some in our so at different on our feet at different places we wear them because they are worn for their form and for their name but the drishti is that all of them are gold 
like one person is a speaker he showed a 1000 rupee note to everyone and asked what is this he said 1000 rupees then he crumpled it just crushed it like this and said what is this 1000 rupees then he put it on his feet and then pounded it little bit then lifted and said what is this he said 1000 rupees said the notion that it is 1000 remained all the time it was very nice it was crumbled crushed this that but it is 1000 similarly the notion that it is gold remains all the time when we see different types of gold ornaments but one has to use it for different purpose depending on their name and form similarly a wise person looks at this whole world as his own self even a tiny little ant crawling on his body he knows the self in that ant and the self in me is is one and the same a mosquito coming and biting him the the self in that mosquito and self in me is same that will not destroy the self it will only destroy the body hmm. the body keeps on changing not only the body this body but all other bodies keep on constantly changing it's like the like the ocean millions and millions of waves rise and fall but the water doesn't uh, undergo any change water remains water water doesn't become milk because the waves are rising water doesn't become some acid or something because the waves are falling water remains water similarly millions of beings are born and they perish and again they are born they again perish the self remains as it is unchanged unaffected सुशुनि चैवश्वपाके च पंडिता समदर्शिनः दिस इज द दृष्टि ऑफ अ पंडित नाउ वन मे आस्क द क्वेश्चन दैट इट इज आल्सो सेड इन आवर स्क्रिप्चर्स दैट वी शुड नॉट ट्रीट और एवरीवन इक्वली इन द सेंस इफ अ इफ अ व्हाट यू कॉल अ अ वाइज पर्सन इज देयर और अ धार्मिक पर्सन इज देयर अधार्मिक पर्सन इज देयर they are dealt with differently hmm you can't deal with them in the same way so here the pandit is one who looks at everyone in the same way so isn't it a dosha isn't it a defect because he is looking at a saint or a good person also with the same eyes and he looks at a sinner also with the same eye isn't it a defect many people say oh if in this way if we look then uh, uh, what will happen to justice what would happen to all the law and order even gunda comes and you look at him like a brahma only and uh, so this is the drishti of a wise person not an ignorant person that is one thing another is that this is his drishti his vyavhar his interaction will be different with different people like ramchandra ji also had this drishti but he he looked at his own self in ravan also in vibhishan also but he fought with ravan he destroyed that body and he protected vibhishan drishti remaining same his vyavhar was different so how come even the drishti is same and there is no dosha there is no defect in the wise person why what, what is the reason that reason is now revealed in the next verse
इहवतर्जित सर्ग साम्ये स्थित मन निर्दोषम ही समं ब्रह्म तस्मा ब्रह्मणि ते स्थिता इहवतर्जित सर्ग साम्ये स्थित मन समं ब्रह्म तस्मा ब्रह्मणि ते स्थिता जित सर्ग साम्ये स्थित मन वन हुज माइंड इज एस्टैब्लिश्ड इन साम्य समता एंड समता इज ओनली विथ रिस्पेक्ट टू ब्रह्म दिस समान what is common in all of us is brahma alone everything else is uncommon the prakriti yeah is different your body is different my body my mind your mind everything else is different but with respect to brahma there is total uniformity hmm. same brahma is there in you and me it's like the electricity is same in all the various bulbs and various equipments similarly that same tatva is there so one whose mind is established in this samata in in ramayan also tulsidas ji says hari vyapak sarvatra samana sab mein saman hai hari premate pragat hoi mai jana by love he reveals himself so bhagwan or the tatva is saman everywhere so esham samme sthitam manaha whose mind is established in this samata such a person iha evat taihi jitah sargah here itself he has conquered birth sargah means birth birth means birth and death conquered this samsar means over overcome this process of birth and death have become free from this constant a uh, process of taking birth and dying because the limited that uh, personality is dissolved that limited personality is no longer there see like they on the republic day and all the live balloon na lots of various uh, balloons are released okay? different colors uh, three colors chalo and these balloons they have that uh, what you call the air inside and so many balloons they are going together so the air in this balloon and the air in that balloon is different and they are rising hmm? but when they reach a particular height the whole the outer this uh, breaks and all the everything becomes one only there all the notion of difference just dissolves similarly now at present in the state of ignorance atma is as though enclosed into this balloon body is like a balloon only and many times it grows like a balloon so it is like enclosed within this but a mahatma a realized master is one who has recognized the innermost core 
irrespective of the size and shape of the balloon. So his mind is established in that self. Such a person becomes free of this constant taking birth and dying. Uh, constant balloon which encloses that air. That air is goes from one place to another. When you release the balloon, that air from bottom, it travels up. But when that it becomes free of that balloon, it is free of traveling from one place to another. Uh, similarly, my notion that I am a limited being make me take birth again and again for the sake of experiencing. Why do I take birth? Because I have identified with my mind, I have identified with various desires and in order to fulfill those desires I take birth. I take birth because I want to fulfill those desires. Why do I dream? Because I want to experience those dream world. Why do I want to experience that dream world? Because those impressions are there stored in my mind which force me to create different types of dream and experience them. But when this I, limited I notion get dissolved, there is no more taking birth again. So person becomes free of this samsara. So iha eva, iha eva means even when the body is still there living, even when the world is still there, this person has conquered his birth, means conquered his death also. Taihi Jitaha Sargaha. They have conquered this birth. Yesham Samme Stitam Manaha, whose mind is established in this Sama. And what is this Sama? Nirdosham his Samam Brahma. This Brahma itself is called Samam. One of the name of Brahma is same. Same everywhere. That is the name or that is another uh, word which indicates Brahma. It's same everywhere. Same. And this is so ingrained in our own culture and our tradition that this is seen expressing in all our rituals and everything. We worship everything and everyone because that same Brahma is there. We don't have any problem in worshipping devatas also, in animals also, birds also, and river also, and mountain also, because the same Brahma is there in everything. One person came to a Mahatma, he said, whenever I meditate, I cannot bring the picture of Bhagwan or Krishna or Rama and all. Uh, please tell me what should I do? So the master asked him, what happens? Which picture? What comes in front of your eyes? He says, my buffalo comes. I have a nice buffalo. I take care of that buffalo. He And that, uh, you know, whenever I meditate, buffalo comes. Because for me, buffalo is like God only. Because of him I survive. So the Mahatma says, you do one thing. You just meditate on that buffalo as God. Just look at that, bring the image of that buffalo, nice horns and eyes, big eyes and nice smile on his face. And just imagine that buffalo is God. That is enough. Because that is also true. Because God is there in a buffalo, an animal, bird, plant, everyone and everything. You can take any name and that is Bhagwan's name. You can take any form and that is Bhagwan's form. Because he is there in every form. We generally take a form which inspires us. For a Mahatma all forms are inspiring. 
बट फॉर इग्नोरेंट पर्सन सम इट शुड बी लिटिल थोड़ा सा स्माइलिंग फेस एन ऑल अदरवाइज फॉर अ महात्मा ही सीज द सेम लॉर्ड इन एवरी वन इन एवरी थिंग सो निर्दोषम हि समम ब्रह्मा दिस ब्रह्मा इज सम एंड निर्दोष निर्दोष बिकॉज नथिंग कैन टच इट नथिंग कैन कंटेमिनेट इट इट इज इट ऑलवेज रिमेन्स अनटस्ड बाय ऑल एवरीथिंग बिकॉज एवरीथिंग इज जस्ट अ सुपर इम्पोजिशन ऑन दैट ब्रह्मा जस्ट अ इल्यूजन ऑन ब्रह्मा एंड इल्यूजन डजेंट टच द रियालिटी द स्नेक हाव एव पॉइजनस दैट स्नेक मे बी विच वी सी ऑन दैट रोप one imagines a snake on the rope poisonous snake but that poison of the snake will not touch the rope or you see a movie poisonous movie or huh, that movie cannot touch the screen the screen remain nirdosham and samam a terrible movie is shown let us say on that screen and after the movie you go and check the screen nothing it is just as pure as white as clean as before you show a good movie some devata movie and all again check it is same the movie the screen is not uh, touched by the good as well as by the bad similarly that brahma remains nirdosham the different variety of body doesn't affect the brahma atma the different variety of mind corrupt mind and all sorts of negative mind also doesn't affect that brahma at all and this person's attention and vision is on that brahma therefore he is, there is no dosh for a realized master when he sees the same everywhere tasmat brahmani te sthitaha they are well established in brahma alone not anywhere so this is the highest vision which the bhagavad gita is teaching us telling us this something so fantastic and this is the very core of our culture of our religion of our of our country also the greatest height which our country has attained is revealed in this bhagavad gita and in the upanishad we get fascinated by the material knowledge which is there which has come from other countries and all which is also there in the vedas but more than the materialistic knowledge the greatest gift which the vedas and the, our culture has given us is this grand vision of our own self who i am is revealed here it is very difficult to even comprehend it's like the in science they say as i had mentioned that atom has got tremendous energy which was discovered recently einstein and all this e is equal to mc square in the good old days also atoms were there now also atoms were there but they did not know so much energy is there inside and now science has discovered they have not only theoretically discovered that there is energy but they have also discovered practical means of releasing this energy the theory is called brahma vidya vidya and the practical means is called yoga similarly the scriptures tell us this atma the you i is brahma 
that is vidya and it also gives us the yoga to release and realize this fantastic uh, knowledge that i am that brahma so nirdosham hi samam brahma tasmad brahmani te stita so this realized masters are well established in brahma therefore there is no dosha if they see same everywhere they are not seeing the outer differences but they are seeing the inner oneness only so there is no dosha for them more we will see tomorrow oh